Hello, everyone. This is Eric Pennington with the Spirit of EQ, and welcome to the Spirit of EQ podcast. Today's episode is Judgment, When It's Right, When It's Wrong. Life is a journey. Spirit of EQ helps shape and guide the road ahead for individuals, leaders, teams, and organizations striving to realize their full potential through emotional intelligence. Spirit of EQ is a coaching and consulting company that assists individuals and businesses to reach their full potential by developing emotional intelligence. In business, managers and leaders recognize the value of training to develop leadership skills. What they may not realize is that those skills are far more effective when they pay attention to not only performance, but also to people. Emotional intelligence is a crucial skill because people drive performance and emotions drive people. Hey, Jeff. You know, I've been thinking a lot about judgment lately. And uh, hey, forewarn you, I'm not thinking about how many people I can judge today. It's a little different. Um, We, in our work with clients, talk a lot about the importance of curiosity versus judgment. And I think we've even done that on the podcast, too, in some of our episodes. Uh, So in some ways, it might seem like I'm really anti-judgment. Uh, which I'm not, but I wanted to take some time in today's episode to talk a little bit about sort of the good side of it and the bad side of it and how we can kind of find ourselves more balanced around how we look at the subject. So with that, um, you've heard me say it again, right? Hey, exhaust curiosity before you go to judgment. Mm -hmm. So from an emotional intelligence standpoint, um, Think of some things maybe for the audience that what would be the reason why we'd want to be more curious first before we go to judgment? The more curious curious you are about something means you're gathering more information. Mm-hmm. You, you, the more you learn about something, the better you'll be at making decision in this case making a judgment so that uh, it's just really important to keep that curiosity going so that you don't put that pre in front of the judgment prejudgment ah yeah or, and that there's another word that comes from that called prejudice mm. you know prejudice is you're just prejudging something without any information Oh, wow. That's powerful. Let's, let's stay there for a minute. Uh, because obviously 2020 has been a year of a lot of different things, uh, turned upside down, but mm-hmm. obviously, uh, racial prejudice and discrimination, those kind of things have been on the forefront too. So would you say then, uh, that at the end of the day, um, and, and I'm trying to get the words right in my head, Jeff, um, are we too quick to jump there as a, would you say as a culture? Yeah. Uh, obviously there are things like, uh, the racial issue you brought up, right? There's a, there's, there's another big one that we're dealing with right now with, with the pandemic. If you're in the store or you're out in public yeah. for whatever reason, and you see somebody not wearing their mask, yep. you automatically jump to, well, look at, uh, they're just, 
flouting the law, they're doing this, that, and the other thing, they may have a valid medical reason to not have a mask on. Right. And recognizing that obviously we're not advocating that you just walk up to strangers and query them about why they're not wearing a mask, but, but you make a good point. Um, and true confession here, right? Uh-huh. So I'm in a Home Depot. This is probably over a month ago. And, you know, you look around you and virtually everyone's got a mask. And then there's this guy and I'm, I'm looking at paint, right? So I'm at the paint counter and this guy comes in and he doesn't have a mask on. And I immediately thought to myself, what does this guy think he's doing? What makes him think he has the right to, to not wear a mask? Doesn't he understand that everybody in here is, and I found myself going there, Jeff Mm -hmm. versus right. Versus that. Well, wait a minute. I wonder if he has a medical condition or I wonder if there's something else going on. Maybe he forgot his mask. Maybe he's talking to that person behind the counter to see if he can get a mask. But it's, it's, it it was so quick, right? Well, you just uh, showed at least one competency right there. Consequential thinking, I bet, because you might've had that impulse at the beginning I'm going to go talk to that person. (laughs) (laughs) And the consequence was, I do not want to become a meme or a YouTube video. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or I didn't want to have a new uh, tooth or teeth implants or something. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And then, then you showed empathy because all of a sudden you started thinking along the lines of, you know, what is going on with that person? You tried to put yourself in his place he might have forgot his mask in the car, like you said, and he's asking for one. Or, you know, he has emphysema and cannot wear a mask because, yeah. Yeah. you know, just couldn't. So, yeah, right there are some of the emotional competencies that we use in our in our model that you were exhibiting with that, which unfortunately in today's world, there are so many people that wouldn't use those competencies because they've not been introduced to them or, or whatever and would cause a scene. You know, yeah, that person. You know, what's interesting, you know, as you mentioned that, um, and, and I know that, you know, part of our collective noble goal uh, as a company, you know, is to further this across multiple areas, um, uh, career, uh, work, personal, family, all that, recognizing that we're not going to get to everybody. We're not going to touch everybody uh, more than likely. Um, so, you know, I do have a, a strong level of empathy for those who they don't have the tools or they have not been taught the tools. And yeah, I get it. Some people have been taught it and have decided that they don't, they're not interested, but to where they don't understand of what they can call on. Now, I don't look back on that moment at Home Depot and think, oh man, I did a great job. I, I, I went to my competencies. I'm just fascinated, quite frankly, by how quickly I went there, right? Um, and yeah, at some level, yeah, I'm glad that the consequential thinking, some empathy kicked in because I, you know, I didn't say it, Jeff, but I was a little pissed if I can mm-hmm. say it that way, because it was kind of like, man, I don't like wearing these masks and no. I'm sacrificing. So what makes you so special that you can just like, say, I'm not doing it, you know? You know, and I, I wish I could say I would have automatically done this next thing I'm going to mention because I didn't even think about it until our conversation. What if you were at the paint counter and you shared that with the guy at the counter? 
Interesting. Little tiny bit. I, I, we need to have a podcast about that sometime. Just a little tiny bit of sharing what we want the world to turn into. Mm. Yeah. Might have fallen on deaf ears, but the guy might have went, huh, yeah. I didn't think of it that way. Well, and there's, there's a, you, you just hit on something that um, I think is important as we're talking about this idea of judgment is that, that um, exploring through curiosity to try to get to a place of where we can really say we fully understand, right? Um, and I know from my perspective, um, being an African-American, um, I'm not so much anymore um, desirous of getting affinity and affection from a certain group of people. I'm more interested in respect. Mm -hmm. And um, that comes with an understanding, right? That comes with figuring out what my motivations are and that my motivations may be different than other African-American people. Um, I might want different things out of life. Um, it's a diverse group of people. And if someone doesn't take the time to explore that, uh, but yet tells me that I'm a wonderful person because of my skin pigment, I find that to be shallow, right? So let's uh, look at it, Jeff, from the perspective of what do you think are some of the reasons or a few reasons that maybe someone doesn't want to take the time to be curious? Uh, it's easy. Okay. It, it takes work to, to do that. You, you have to actually engage your brain a little bit yeah. and, and think about it. Okay. Why am I feeling that way about that person? Mm -hmm. So there's the time or the, the emotional energy that you would have to expend to be curious. And, and there's going to be times when you don't have that energy. Everybody gets to that point, but in normal times, it's just the, the amount of effort it takes to do it. Hey, Jeff, on that one, can I uh, stop you? You know, you yeah. mentioned about, cause you're right. There are times where all people where you just don't feel like you don't have the energy as you described mm -hmm. to go dig in deep. Right. Is there something that we can do in the meantime of that? I mean, it doesn't always have to result in something negative, right? Well, I think we go back to what we talked about a minute ago with the consequential thinking. Maybe if you can just engage that and think, what are the consequences if I react badly? Yeah. So let's just not react at all. Don't make, don't make a decision one way or the other. And that's so, okay, right? Yeah, the six seconds, maybe take a second to, okay, I don't have the emotions. I don't have the, uh, the uh, energy to do this today. So I'm just, I'm not going to do it today. And that's okay yeah. too. Yeah, because that's where I was going, right? I mean, it, you know, because there is another form of that empathy that kicks in where we can kind of go, you know what? Uh, instead of me passing judgment, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to just back off and I'm going to wait until tomorrow or, or whenever, when I do have the energy, that's much better, right. Than just saying, well, that's how they are or, well, you know, those type, you know what I mean? 
you, you, yeah, you would use that for something that, you know, somebody or, or situation that's going to be ongoing with you. But the other thing is, okay, I will probably never, ever see this person again, the person that you saw at Home Depot. Right. Why do I need to waste the energy to deal with that? So um, that's a great, that's a great uh, point you bring up because there are those that we run into, we, we, we encounter passing and passing, right? Mm-hmm. How about in that situation where John or Susan comes to work at my company and their cube is right next to mine? And for all likelihood, we're going to be sitting next to each other for an extended period of time. Well, you might need to extend that six seconds into six hours or 24 hours. <laughs> right. And, and take some time for a situation like that that you are going to have to address you're probably going to be much better off addressing it, thinking about it at night when you get home from work rather than in that first moment at work. Um, and then you can kind of game plan. How, how are you going to do this? I, I know that that person, you know, is fairly volatile mm-hmm. when they're confronted. So how am I going to go about this? You think it through and you're, you're, you're navigating your own emotion then. And you're kind of navigating that other person's emotion and their patterns to try to come to the, the solution of first finding out why maybe they're not wearing it. They could be one of those people with the health problem. Yeah. Okay. And so the company may need them to get one of the face shields or because of their situation, maybe you need to put a cubicle in between. You know, there's a lot of options that you could, you could go to if you take the time to dig a little deeper, which that is curiosity. You're just digging deeper into something. Yeah. Cause um, it even kind of goes to that point of, um, you know, again, I, I go to the, um, you know, the ethnic or cultural backgrounds of, of different people. And obviously we live in a country that is very diverse, um, you know, not just, you know, from an American perspective, but also immigrants and, and the like. And, I, I think, um, and I've mentioned this uh, maybe on a previous podcast episode. Uh, you know, we did a um, we did a uh, webinar. Uh, this is probably not too long after the George Floyd situation, and uh, we were interviewing um, an individual uh, who was talking about you know where we're going next. How do we you know maybe navigate you know these kind of waters? And we got Zoom bombed and uh, the Zoom bombing was uh, it it was ugly, uh, as most of them are. I'm not sure how often they happen these days. I mean, it seems like Zoom is sort of tightened up security, but um, there were a lot of words used uh, that were directed at at me um, and and my background. And um, one of the participants also happened to be a client. And uh, he, we, we met probably two weeks later and we weren't meeting about the webinar. It was something else. And he said, Hey, I just wanted to, to say, Hey, I'm really sorry about that and what happened. Uh, and, and he's, he's a great guy. And, um, and I told him, I said, you know, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. And he said, but still that, that was just really ugly and it's uncalled for. And I said, yeah, I agree. I said, there's something you got to keep in mind. Uh, in order for those kind of words to harm me, 
I have to be in agreement with them. Mm. And I said, I don't agree. So if I don't agree and there's two people involved, guess who's got the problem? It's the person who's delivering the words. Now I, Jeff, and you know me, I'm one of the crazy ones. I felt empathy for a couple of those people on that zoom bombing. Mm-hmm. because I know that making those kind of judgments and hurling those kind of insults is rooted in a problem that they have. And it's a deep one. Mm-hmm. Right. So I say all that in that story to kind of bring it to that level of examining, well, why do I make judgments that are either in your terms earlier about being prejudiced in nature? Why do I make rash just judgments? And, and you mentioned, you know, it's easy. Mm-hmm. Um, is there something else that might be driving it too? you think? Fear. Ah. Um. It was, it's really interesting. I've, I think I mentioned in a, a couple episodes back about liking military hardware, military history, yeah. World War II, I think because my dad was involved in it. There, there are two examples of some things that happened in the U.S. military, I think, illustrate this. One we're really familiar with is the Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I, I don't think it was – well, I think they – the higher ups were afraid that if these young men can prove themselves, they're going to have to do something about it that they may not like. If they can prove that they are Hmm. exceptional pilots, that means, okay, we're going to have more trouble keeping those people, however you want to say it out of the military. That also happened in the Navy. The Navy had a lot of, African-American people in it, but they served as cooks and things like that. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of, of destroyer escorts that were crewed by African-Americans and they proved they were just as competent as anything else. And then have you ever heard of the 442 company regiment? I can't remember exactly what, what it was. No. Uh, it was a Japanese American, native born Japanese. Their families were all interned. And they formed the 442, and it is the most highly decorated uh, group during World War II. They fought up through Italy and everything. Wow. No, I didn't know that at all, Jeff. That's, that's there's cool. actually a really good movie. It's an old movie. Uh, Van Johnson is one of my favorite actors from that period called Go for Broke. Hmm. And all right. it, it follows that, and it follows a lot of the prejudice. You know, we have one more example from the Civil War's glory. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I remember that one. Yeah. So I think when, when, you, when you take the time to learn about someone, that's the curiosity again, yep. you may have to like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's, you know, that's scary for someone whose whole – um, being is built around not wanting to like them. Like those people on that Zoom Zoom bombing you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. If, if they would take the time to get to know someone of another race, they may have to change their thinking, and that's uncomfortable. That's uh, very powerfully said, because that uncomfortableness uh, can be a block. <clears throat> and and the idea of the, the neural pathways that we develop over time, right? 
And some of that, I, I think back like to parenting, right? Um, and and I, I say it rather innocently because, you know, there's some things that my dad did that I watched, observed over time, and then I adopted them as I became a parent. And if you would have said to me, well, Eric, why do you do X, Y, and Z that way? I probably wouldn't be able to give you a really strong, articulate answer other than, (laughs) well, that's how my dad did it, right? So if you grew up in a climate or an environment where whether it was a certain group of people or a certain location, geography, if your mom or dad said that's good or that's bad, there's a real strong chance that you've developed a neural pathway, right? That says that's good or bad, right? Yeah. And I think there's something we need to keep in mind. You, you have a neural pathway that's been developed and, and you don't like it. And so you build a new one. Yeah. That old one's still there. Yeah. yeah. So now the thing is, how do I not go down that neural pathway? Yeah. And there's a great um, sort of converging point on the idea of these competencies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the competencies are these tools that we have that give us the ability to go, oh, wait a minute, Jeff, I, that's my old neural pathway, consequential thinking. Hey, if I go down that old pathway, the results I got there were not good. I need right. to I need to pause or I need to stop. I need to go a different direction uh, because you're right. And I and I know for some um, and I've looked in audiences, you know, when we've done engagements and when we tell them that, well, the old neural pathway doesn't just disappear. There's a that look of, oh, you know, sort of that sigh and that. Really? And, you know, I try to make sure to let them know, well, there's good news, right? You're you're learning these competencies, and that's what these competencies are for, partly, right? You know, I I look at a neural pathway. I like analogies. It helps me when I visualize something in in some other way. Like uh, a neural pathway is like a river that flooded. Mm-hmm. And it goes. And then so you don't want that anymore. So you build a levy. Okay. And when things are not going well for you, the that river of life kind of digs away at that levy, and all of a sudden, boom, that river's that pathway is going again. So I think these tools are what helps you keep building that levy to keep the, the river from going down the wrong wrong path. Well, um, you know, there's there's also that reality, and I I, I want to acknowledge it for the audience. Um, you know we're always going to be tempted to, to go down old pathways mm-hmm. uh, because sometimes even if those old pathways didn't deliver the results we wanted, they can still be appealing because we were so used to them. They were so known. Right. Um, and then, you know, we find ourselves wanting, however, just like, you know, any type of discipline or practice that you, you engage in, the idea is that you're consistently operating, working on, on growing in that area. You know, it's, it's, you know, what's the old saying, the devil, you know, versus the devil, you don't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. I, yeah, I remember that well. Um, all right, Jeff. So um, 
let's, uh, you know, like emotions, judgment has also gotten a lot of bad rap, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because typically when you say, don't judge me, you know, he's judgmental, she's judgmental, whatever, uh, it has a negative connotation. Uh, Jeff, are you, do you think, are there good forms of judgment? Well, I think we've already talked about it. Okay. Uh, your fellow at, at Home Depot, mm-hmm. you took those things that you were thinking about, you know, maybe he fought, forgot his mask or he, you know, is ill and can't wear a mask or whatever the reason that he didn't do it. Right. And you made a judgment that it's not worth me saying anything. Right, right, right. So, you know, that's, uh, that's a great uh, insight uh, because, um, you know, exhausting curiosity, and I, and I hopefully I don't want to give anybody the impression that that's a three, four, five-hour exercise to exhaust mm-hmm. curiosity. It is done sometimes on the fly in a couple of minutes, right, or maybe even less especially when you're in a situation like that one. Um, and I, what I think is important to note is that that exhausting of curiosity places you in a position where you can make a good judgment. Now, in that case, I made a good judgment, right? I decided mm-hmm. right. I'm not going to say anything because I don't have enough information. This is not the right time, on and on and on. Um, that exercise as small and maybe... Um, simplistic as it is, uh, or the situation was, um, I think we can kind of duplicate that in other situations. Um, because I don't want to give anybody the impression that it's just this sort of willy nilly, you do what you want to do. I do what I want to do. I don't have the right to, well, yeah, you, you do with respect and love to say, Hey, I disagree with you, Jeff. I, I don't, I don't think we should go left. I've, I've examined it. And for me, it's not the right path. That's an okay judgment, isn't it? Yeah. It's, you might want to look at what the consequences are. Um, if you see someone being abused, right. You could go down that path. Well, the person that's, that's doing the abusing, or maybe he had a bad day and his wife just asked for a divorce and he's got a migraine headache. Okay. That's fine to take that into consideration but someone is being abused. So you may make the judgment of, I got to stop this. I, I, I need to step in now because of harm to someone else. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, within uh, something that I, I touched on briefly there, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about judgment inside of the, the realm of relationships and disagreements. Mm-hmm. And I'm not speaking of, um, uh, of, of abuse, um, per se, okay. um, but I'm speaking of when you have two people who have agreed to disagree, right? Okay. Um, again, if if we if we if we mischaracterize judgment as always a negative bad thing, and don't fully understand that sometimes it's important um, to make a decision, a judgment, right, that might be counter to the person you're across from. So let's talk a little bit about that. Um, what about when I make that decision and I make the judgment that, Jeff, I'm going to go left, even though you've said you want to go right. Okay. Um, what do you think is a pathway so that that can be 
a, a healthy parting, if you will, or a healthy disagreement? I think you need to use some of the competencies again. Um, how is that person going to react? So right. recognizing their patterns, um, think, just think it through. What, what will happen if I decide to do that? Mm -hmm. Is this the kind of person that will take that as a loss because they didn't get their way? Or is this person going to take it as a as a tie and go? Okay, we can just move on with our lives, you know. And it's I think it's more important when it's not just you know parting ways, but it's somebody that you know you're that has to stay together. You know, yeah, exactly. Your, yeah. your spouse. Yeah. Uh, what are the consequences of me digging my heels in and having to be right? Or, Jeff, for example, I mean, and I know with us being partners, um, wouldn't we love to tell the audience that we've agreed on every single issue since we've been <laughs> in business together, right? Um, right. It just doesn't work that way. But, but I think you're really, you hit on something really strong. I, I know that there's a spirit in our company, no pun intended, um, of factoring in. Okay, when we discuss this subject, that maybe Eric has a certain strong feeling about what are the right words? When is the right time? You know, and those are good judgments, right? Right. And I think you need to look at it like uh, between the two of us that are talking today, you know much more about marketing than I do. I mean, that's just, it is. I've never been involved in that. So I'm going to have to make a judgment that, when we're discussing something with marketing and maybe I don't totally agree with you, I need to make a judgment that, okay, Eric knows a lot more about this than I do. I'm, I need to follow along with what he's saying because he, he is the one with the skills and the information that I don't have. That's a great one. That's a great one. And, and, and not because I'm great at marketing because I don't think I am, but <laughs> that's <Better than> me. <laughs> right? Yeah. So greatest on a curve. I, I so, think we should, you know, I think we should have one of those guys out spinning a board, but you said yeah. no. <laughs> right, right. You may like, sir, right in a busy intersection. Get EQ here. <laughs> uh, so, but Jeff, it, you know, there's a great example, right? Um, you know, when we set up the podcast, even from the beginning, you know, some might wonder, well, Eric, you, you tend to be like the host and Jeff tends to talk more about the subject. Well, that's because we've made a judgment. That's what makes this podcast work well. And it also puts us in a position of what we believe. And based on what we've gotten back in, in the analytics around our show, that's working well. Now, that judgment is made out of what is best for the show and what is best for the audience. Um, and, and the other thing I think we did with the podcast that I think is very working is most of our podcasts, especially when it's just the two of us, is we just have a very rough outline and go with it. Yeah. And I would dare say, not to get off on a tangent, but I think that that lends toward the uh, musician side of us. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I think you and I would both agree. And hey, just so the audience, you know, we are talking about judgment. We made a judgment that if somebody sets a piece of music in front of us and says, you must follow these each bar each measure 
we pro- <laughs> would probably take a lighter to it, but that's well, another. <laughs> okay, I gotta say this: we're both right. bass players. Yep. There's never a bass part written. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so right. you have to go with the flow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, the the other thing I, I wanted to kind of touch on as we we're, we're getting close to um, toward the end of this show. Um, so again, easy to hear it on a podcast, Jeff. Okay, consequential thinking. Don't be prejudiced. Don't prejudge. You know, that's great. So, what are some things that if you're in that place of where maybe you're kind of used to just making easy, quick, you know, prejudgments or judgment, whatever? What are some things that you think someone can do to kind of move toward, you know, maybe changing a little bit toward the other direction? Yeah, I don't know if I heard this or if it was a a moment of brilliance on my part. What I did when I first really got involved in thinking about this is when somebody does something stupid when we're driving, Mm -hmm. start thinking about, well, well, maybe that person's wife just called and their son was in a bad accident and he's rushing to the hospital. Right. Uh, You know, he just got the call that. Um, you know, his, his, his parents are dying and he has to get to the airport. He'll miss the flight to, to, to visit them. Um, maybe he's late for a very important interview that will change his life. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's not thinking. So start putting yourself in, in a situation. If you drive a lot, that's a good way to start thinking about the actions and why that person is doing it. It, it sounds kind of silly, but it worked for me. And Which then I, 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 I think there's an important point there too, right? Uh, you know, and then this I know may make some people uncomfortable. The idea of putting yourself in the shoes of a racist. Mm-hmm. There's some that would recoil at that. That would mm-hmm. say, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do it. I don't want to know. I don't, they're wrong, blah, blah, blah. But I think sometimes, Jeff, what we forget is that if we all actually were to lay everything out on the table, are all of our own stuff. I'm not saying that you'd find that I'm a racist or that I've used certain words that were not appropriate toward another person, another race, or I might not have done that. But you might be able to find some stuff that I'm not super proud of that I did a week ago. Mm-hmm. So I think we all uh, have to be careful there because yep. we all have uh, flaws, right? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, we're not saying you need to go find a racist and have lunch or coffee with them. We're talking about and I think we discussed this on uh, a recent podcast with one of our guests about starting small and, and, and sort of growing to a place where it can get toward a conversation. I'd like to go back and just visit one of the things you just said that there's an image and I've seen it several different versions of this image and it's a little child, you know, three, four years old, decked out in their little baby clan ensemble going up and talking to a black officer. Mm -hmm. But the thing to think about is that's what that child has been taught 
from birth. They don't know any different. Yeah. Great point. Great point. And, and you know what too, Jeff, um, I, I've had situations where I've, I've exhausted the curiosity. I've looked at the different angles and I've come to the conclusion. Yes. That person is a racist. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, we're not trying to talk you out of, of making a judgment. No, we're just saying, please, please, please do all the necessary work to make sure you've got the information before. Right. We, uh, I think we've mentioned it before in a podcast, but I remember uh, at church we had this real long discussion about empathy for a terrorist, like wearing the bomb going into a, a store or something. Okay. They've never been taught anything but that. Mm-hmm. So in, even though it's, it's a horrible thing to have happen, they think it's what they're supposed to do. And especially with these deep things that we're talking about, um, you have to put yourself in that person's place. That's not condoning anybody's action. Um, But that's how they've been raised. It's, It's deeply embedded neural pathways that maybe never get changed. Yeah, Jeff. And, and quite frankly, if we're truly about solving problems, truly about solving problems. Um, I don't know of any other pathway or any other uh, avenue to travel on than curiosity and understanding. And again, don't misunderstand. I mean, audience, the, those terms typically get connotated with, oh, I care. You just don't understand. They had a bad childhood. We should just let them. No, no, no. It's a balance of grace and truth. Mm-hmm. Say it that way. Um, I want to give you the grace. I want to have the empathy to find out where did that come from? Who taught you that that was okay? Where did that, when did you start latching onto it as this is a good approach? How is it making your life better? And then I also want to balance it with it's not okay. It's never going to be okay to, to behave that way, to act that way. Because I think by blending those two, Jeff. I think we got a greater chance to break through and to start a new neural pathway than if I say, I'm sorry, I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to, I, I'm not interested in somebody's racism or their prejudging for whatever it is could stem from one incident where somebody of an opposite race, yep. a different socioeconomic thing, a boss mm-hmm. really, really, really did abuse them some way. And yeah. now everybody in that category is like that person. Yeah. And that's a, that's a, a great, uh, great point, Jeff. And, and I, I know we've always had the, the mindset here that we understand that there are some issues that are, um, they're brought about by trauma. Mm-hmm. And we're not clinicians. We're not trying to solve that. If you find yourself out there where you've experienced a level of trauma, um, we do believe in therapy. We do believe in getting help from a professional. And we hope that you would consider to do that. Um, our podcast is not going to give that to you. Oh, we're, but we're not Dr. Phil. 
Yeah, exactly. Not at all. And, and you you make a great point, Jeff. I mean, it could have been a traumatic experience, one experience that was a catalyst for it. I think one of the things that's that's helped me, and I think it would help a lot of people, is explore the spiritual side of what's going on. Mm. Uh, you know, we have the the emotion, spiritual emotional intelligence thing, but and when we talk spiritual, we're not talking about religious. We're talking about knowing oneself. And I think exploring those paths, uh, you know, if you're traumatized along with official therapy will be, if you take that deep, uh, deep dive into yourself, you might discover these things that we're talking about. And I absolutely agree. And I think um, if you are not someone that um, has come to the conclusion that they need more professional help, um, even if you're just going to do that deep dive because you think, hey, the more I know about myself, the better I'm going to be, don't go it alone. Mm -hmm. Um, Because like any dive, um, and you're going to encounter surprises. You're going to encounter things that may scare you. You may encounter things that, you know, maybe are not as easy to navigate. Um, You know, don't go it alone. I think that's 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 right. that, that message. Um, okay, so with that audience, we really appreciate you tuning in today. Uh, we've enjoyed it, and uh, we look forward to the next time when we're together. Take care. Thank you, everyone. Hi, everyone. This is Eric Pennington with the Spirit of EQ. I'm not introducing a new episode today. I'm here to tell you some things that might help you. Jeff, you're with me as always. So. Yes. How do people get in touch with us? Well, the best way is just send us an email at info at spiritofeq.com. That's awesome. Jeff, I was also thinking about reviews, and I'm notoriously bad at asking for them. So reviews on all of the platforms, wherever you get your podcasts, yes. do you think that'd be good? I think that would be great because, one, that will help us learn how to make better ones. And it's always good for us. So to we're, hear- we're not the perfect podcast host. We're close. Okay, all but, right, but, but not, still, not totally. We want perfect. your feedback. We want your feedback. But it it also might uh, let us know a new subject. Hey, we need to dig deeper into that. Yeah. So let us know what you think. Cool. We really appreciate that. As always, too, there is social media: LinkedIn, Facebook, and we also have a YouTube channel. Those also have mechanisms or, or options for you to be able to leave a comment, a like, or those kind of things. Just want to make sure that you know how to get in touch with us. Right, Jeff? Right. We appreciate you all. Thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Eric Pennington with The Spirit of EQ. I'm not introducing a new episode today. I'm here to tell you some things that might help you. Jeff, you're with me as always. So how do people get in touch with us? Well, the best way is just send us an email at info at spiritofeq.com. That's awesome. Jeff, I was also thinking about reviews, and I'm notoriously bad at asking for them, so... Reviews on all of the platforms, wherever you get your podcasts. Yes. Do you think that'd be good? I think that would be great because, one, that will help us learn how to make better ones. And it's always good for us so to So we're, hear- we're not the perfect podcast host. 
we're close. Okay, but, all right, but, but not, still, not totally. We want perfect. your feedback. We want your feedback. But it it also might uh, let us know a new subject. Hey, we need to dig deeper into that. Yeah. So let us know what you think. Cool. We really appreciate that. As always, too, there is social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, and we also have a YouTube channel. Those also have mechanisms or, or options for you to be able to leave a comment, a like, or those kind of things. Just want to make sure that you know how to get in touch with us. Right, Jeff? Right. We appreciate you all. Thank you. Once again, we really appreciate you tuning in today. One of the things that Jeff and I want to bring to your attention as well is that when we created this podcast, it was not intended to take the place of a clinician. In other words, if you find yourself in a place where there's something deeper going on or something that you cannot solve on your own, we do recommend that you reach out to a clinician of some sort. This podcast is purely opinion-based and it is rooted in the desire to help you along your path in whatever way we can. However, it is never going to replace, nor should it ever be looked at as a replacement for clinical help in any way. Thanks again for tuning in.